Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. Episode number 301 of the show. First show of the year 2020. Very stoked to all our fans, our family for being a part of our world. We appreciate you more than you will ever know. How's your 2020 going? Uh, really stoked to for, for this year in review show. We're going to recap, or the decade in review. Although, this is one of those things I don't get because everyone's like, the decade isn't over because the decade technically starts on the when the year's 2021 or whatever. I don't know any about any of that. It's very confusing to me. I don't understand how years work. I don't understand the passage of time, but it seems like it's been a decade. So we're going to talk about the 2010s. It's crazy to think that we're into the 2020s. It's actually too much for me to process. I might take my own life after this episode. I am joined now, as I am each and every week, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, that's a, a real horseshit thing because... That would be like somebody who's like 40 and 11 months old and being like, well, I'm not yet in my 40s yet. Yeah. See, that's stupid. It's, that's, that's see? bullshit. It's, yeah. it's when the number changes. Yeah, that makes sense. We're in a new decade. Yeah, that makes sense to me. making that argument. It makes me think it's the same number of people making that argument as Jason Stewart has saying we're back. We're back. Speaking of that, speaking of people being back, if you didn't, this is two episodes in a row. If you didn't check out episode number 300, the final episode of the last decade, where we reviewed the Christmas classic Band-Aid. Band-Aids, do they know it's Christmas? It was. I listened to that doing some last minute shopping. It was was one of our- Yeah, like driving somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the best episodes we've ever done. And I feel like a couple of us came into that episode with one attitude- and left with a different attitude. And that, that was that was fun to do. So if you haven't checked it out, go out and check out go go back and check out episode number 300 Band-Aid featuring myself, Ed Daly, and this week's special guest, Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Jason? You st- Hello, everybody. Okay, yeah. Oh, Not wow. fixing that oh. in post. Uh, well, yeah, just fix it in post. Now, is he, uh, he muting it for something yeah you, was there a fire truck or a 747 outside i i had to do it guys i had to mute you guys um and also i have a couple things before we start um i hope while ed was doing some last minute uh christmas shopping and listening to the Bauer lifestyle podcast that he took a second to know that there are a lot of people in ethiopia that don't even know what it's like to christmas shop right, right. well Thank, thank God it's them instead of me. That's right. But, but their gift this year was life. 
Like mm-hmm. them, them just waking oh, up with a heartbeat yeah. was their was their gift. Um, and and what are we referring to the last decade as? I, I don't like twenty tens. Uh, I That's do. That's what like, people are calling it, though. I, I like twenty teens, but no. you know, eleven and twelve kind of gets lost in that. Right. 20- yeah, but 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 yeah, I I think teens people would know what you're talking about. Um, I was. I hated how for a long time people were still saying 2011, 2000, just you got to just do the 20. Yeah, you don't now 2020. Everybody says, it, but people hung on to that thing so well past the year. 2000. Yeah, because you didn't say 1984. You said 1984. Right. So you say 2011. Right. Yeah. But people were, were hanging on to yeah. that 2000 for a while. Yeah. Yeah. 2020. You know I mean, that's so many words. What, what were you going to say, Jason? You know what I thought as uh, as the clock reached midnight on New Year's Eve, that we have lived to see 2020. Think about how out of reach this year was when you were, you know, crazy. 10 years old in 1982. Um, the VHS hadn't even come out yet. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. I remember thinking, wow, the year 2000. I'm going to be like right. 25 years old in the year 2000. That's so far away. And you know what? It, it's far away again, but the other direction. <laughs> oh, I've, I've heard, you know, I've read some like we're old things where it said uh, the Wonder Years was it took place in 1988 and it was looking back on the, that would be like us looking back at 2003. Right. Imagine if they made a show, a nostalgia show right now about like the Spice Girls and Britney Spears. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. This is how it's, old not, I, it's not good. Yeah. This is how old I am. I just figured this out. You just figured I, out that you're 47 years old. My birth year was closer to World War Two ending than it is to 2020. All right. Um. This is all getting depressed. This is the where I do that thing where they're like, where you go, Cleopatra is closer in time to the iPhone than she is to the pyramids. <laughs> nice. I got, oh. I got a fun one. Okay. I think I've said this before. Martin Luther King and Frank and Barbara Walters were all born in the same year. What? What? Yeah. Whoa. Barbara Walters is still kicking. She's got to be about 90 years old now. Yeah. Late 80s. Yeah. She looks pretty good. Oh, you haven't seen her around, though. Yeah. I you saw know they, uh, her maybe, uh, maybe a, somewhat recently they were talking about the 2020 because she used to always say this is 2020. All oh, right. Great show. And then they showed her. Yeah. Oh, and she's still she's still holding up. OK. She's I mean, she looks good for that age. I mean, she's super old. Speaking of that. Brad Pitt is 56. Uh, No, 52, right? No, he's 56. The guy is 56 years old. Look at that fucking guy. What is going on there? Well, how come they can't bottle that? Like 34. Right. That's insane. That's crazy. (laughs) Crazy. Don't be an asshole. Lesson. Don't be an asshole. Okay, let's do We're going to talk about the the 20 teens, as Jason Stewart calls them. But first, let's catch up. Some people have called in while we've been away. Let's check in with the voicemailers. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. 
His calls are far from great. Hey, hey. His calls are far from great. Hey, hey. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless. Shit, 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 shit. Okay, let's check in with the voicemailers. I think this might actually be. Manuel in Gardenia. Computer's a little slow. I don't know. Can I not play this? Just something else to fix and post. I don't know. What? How come we can't hear it? Hold, please. I can play from another source. Talk amongst yourselves and I will check in with the voicemailers but i gotta do it from my phone this is what travel i travel anywhere jason um that's good that's a good question i traveled towards you i uh i spent a week in upstate new york um i'm trying to think when did we record the podcast oh, you, you we came you came back that day i think oh that's right that's right, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's all pretty foggy so i was upstate for a week because of an untimely death in the family oh, and i'm sorry to hear that Alrighty. That kind of worked as my my uh, holiday with the family too, because um, most of my family's back there anyways. But um, yeah, and we just had a real chill um, Christmas and New Year's. My girlfriend and I basically binged TV shows. Wow, that sounds amazing. Movies. Yeah, that sounds so there's fun. So there's so much content. I'm That's, still just yeah. digging my way out of trying to find time to watch all these things. Um, it never ends. There's so much content. Boy, I'm I s- watching Get Shorty. The oh, the show, Get yeah. Shorty. It's a good show. Um, I I saw that new Star Wars. What a piece of shit. A lot of holes. A lot of holes to that weren't quite filled. So the point yeah, is, I'm gonna be honest. I was half in the bag with that one. I I brought a couple tall boys into me the too. theater. Me too. Me too. And uh, and I just I just kind of zoned on that one. Like I, I was fine. It was horrible, action, but, but I was not dialed in caring about anything. So they, I didn't hate it as much as everybody. Cause I didn't care. They trotted out, um, Carrie Fisher's corpse to like, there like, were too many scenes with her. Yeah. And it was so clear, you know, like one character would say something and she'd be like, you must go. And it was like, Oh, they're obviously not talking to each other. It was so bad. And then I didn't get like the scenes from Andy and family ties when they bring the kid in and they would like cut to him and nobody would be in a shot. He'd be like, wow, that was a bad investment, Alex. And then they cut back to the rest of the family acting in the room. It was very odd. Very weird. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. Extremely bad. Okay. I'm going to try to get these voicemails off off my phone. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. The Adam Sandler movie, I thought it was Uncut Gems. I saw it. It's funny you say that, dude. It was was two hours being uncomfortable. It was so awkward. So that sounds like my kind of movie. Yeah. Obviously, Boogie Nights is my favorite ever, and that makes you uncomfortable. Like, I have heard, um, if I have heard 10 people say they saw that movie, half of them despised it, wanted to leave before it ended, and half of them absolutely loved it. Like, there is no in-between with that movie, which tells me I'm going to love it. 
Michelle didn't like like it next to me, and she looked over at me, and I was like, "Oh, I love this. It's just it's a piece of shit in a piece of shit world." Yep, it's and very I, frantic. I yeah, it's frantic. The whole movie. Yeah, it's very chaotic. I, I really liked it. I I, like it. I liked um, whoever played the woman that played his side piece. Oh, yeah. I don't want not to give yeah. too much away. Is the one I don't who worked at the yeah, place with him. Yeah, I don't know her name. I don't know that actress's name, but she might be the hottest actress working right now i don't know who she is i don't know one thing about her but man what a beautiful woman and you don't she's that's the one through line of the movie is that she's absolutely in love with adam sandler's character and there's no reason that she should be well that that's on brand for sandler right yeah she's she has to be yeah that's totally on brand for sandler i don't know how much he had to do with this movie did he ride it? No, I think it? he's just no, in it. No, no, no. These, yeah. these guys chased after him. I liked another movie those guys did with Robert Pattinson. That was real good. Oh, uh, look good at you. time. Oh, I didn't see it. It was like another uncomfortable, frantic movie. Yeah. Yeah. Un- Uncut Gems. It was, it did bug me quite a bit, but then um, the way it ended was fucking so good. It, I feel oh. like it redeemed the whole thing. Like the ending. It's one of those movies I thought about for a long time. Totally. After. Like the next day I'd wake up and I'm like, wow, that's yeah. pretty crazy. It sounds exactly like my movie, but I swear yeah. I've talked to people that just out and out despised well, it. And, uh, I think the next movie in my queue is 1917. Yeah, I want to see that. And you got to do it in the theater too. Got to see I it in the theater. Sound system and Jay Stu, I feel like you're, weekend. I've, yeah, I've, Jay Stu, I feel like you're one of those people that triangulates your position in the theater to be right, like right in the perfect place for the surround sure. sound. Is that something you do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had a I put a lot of thought into I it. I had a feeling. Okay, let's play, let's let's see if I can get this voicemail to play. Here we go. Brian, Ed, Kate, it's Dolomite. Hey, listen, Dolomite. I told you I was going to call with a Christmas story, and so I'm calling with a Christmas story, even though it's kind of late. So. Just to be super blunt, it's Christmas Eve. I'm going to be Jay. Whoa, 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 wasn't ready for that. Hold on. Wow. Okay, let's jump back in there. Dolomite is getting blown in his early 20s on Christmas you know, Eve. Say, if you call it a BJ, I'm not sure you're mature enough to get one. It's tough. Well, I mean. Could be worse. I know it sounds. I know it sounds crass. What if? What if he? In most most ways that you say it, but BJ feels like I don't know. Feels well, like a sixth grader describing me. What if? What if he had said head? Yeah, given <laughs> yeah, getting getting head and and uh, getting head and giving head. I think is like probably the most edgy way of saying it. BJ is like one of the dorkiest ways of saying it. Huh. I like yeah. I like mouth stuff. Mouth stuff? Oral pleasure? No. I was receiving no, 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 oral no. pleasure. I just like saying it I like saying it like joking around. I would never use that for my own purposes, but it's funny when you describe somebody as doing mouth stuff. I don't um I don't like describing it, but I do love receiving it, I have to admit. It's a I will say this. life's little pleasures. Uh, yeah. If, if if that voicemail has shocked you already because you didn't see it, just think of how shocked you would be if he said it's Christmas and I'm giving a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Christmas. I wouldn't I wouldn't have seen that coming. Okay, just, 
You're just spreading good tidings. Let's jump back in, in here with Dolomite D getting blown on a Christmas Eve in his 20s. Says, hey, don't have to warn me. So I say, okay. Yeah. Fast forward to the finish. Like it's deep throat. Whoa. And Whoa. Hey. Jeez. Jism ends up coming out of her nose. Well, so, no. anyway. <laughs> I do not. I do not condone. I do not condone this type of discussion on the show. I was. I did not pre-listen to that. It's fine. Uh, Let him finish. It was like snowfall on Christmas Eve. (laughs) So, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and fuck I fear. That was a good one. Oh, geez, Dolomite. Okay, let's. Oh, wait, hold on. I think this is the one I just played. See, now I'm doing it from my phone. I'm a real hack here. Um, let's see here. Oh, here's another one. I think this one might be Manuel. It's a 310 number. Manuel, as we all know, lives in Gardenia. And uh, let's see what he's got to say. The baller that be drinking on a waller. What up, fam? It's been a minute since I hit you guys. Happy 2020. Hey, man, let's make 2020 a mini guy bike free year. I'm tired of these tools running through side streets and even big streets and avenues in some cases here in L.A. at least, where you got these helmetless dudes on mini bikes rolling around like a bunch of freaking medieval marauders doing nothing. So Manuel has a lot of issues with people's choices of transportation. I got to say, I've never seen somebody on a mini bike outside of like on a computer or something. I've, is, I've never seen someone. Is, is he talking about like those motorcycles? That's that's like a little like, like that you make in your garage with a lawnmower engine. Yeah. No. And like oh. you, I think he's saying like, yeah, the, the motorcycles that look make normal people look like the uh, motorcycle twins from the Guinness Book. Of right. Records. Like tiny. Like they're real giant. Like a 50 cc. Yeah. Yeah. I think he might be referring to, um, you know, they have this bird technology up here. I don't know. Oh, scooters. That's a scooter. You wouldn't call that a mini bike. No, no, no. There's a couple things. There's a scooter. Oh. And then they actually have uh, bikes. And then they have these motorized mini bikes. I think he might be referring to. It's like a, uh, it's like a, it's electric and it's like a scooter with a seat. Oh, okay. It just looks, it looks like a, a, a BMX. Yeah. It looks like a mini uh, bike with yeah, a motor. They, yeah. they had those in Hoboken for like six weeks. Yeah. With the, 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 or there were lime, not bird scooter. Yeah. They had lime scooters and they also had these, a couple of these mini bikes and there were just enough incidents of people plowing into strollers and they just got yeah. rid of them. They look pretty dangerous and you have, and they, they're all over LA and it is kind of annoying because you can't ride them on the sidewalk. You have to ride them in the street and there's this thing in Los Angeles where the right lane, like certain times of the day, it's you can park there. And then, but then certain times of the day, it's a lane. And then, so a lot of times you'll be in the right lane and you'll be like, oh, this is one of the times of the day that I can drive in this lane. And then all of a sudden you'll see a parked car and you got to like go around. But then there'll be a couple guys on scooters in the actual lane you're trying to drive in. So everybody's trying to go around these scooters. It is, I'm kind of with Manuel here. It is kind of annoying. I I think I'm with him too. I'm not with him on the whole Tesla driver thing, but this man, uh, but. The scooters, I'm kind of there. Theory, the whole scooter electric thing, 
it seems good, but it's I think it's just bad. It, it just it, to me, yeah. to me, it's kind of like any technology that kind of happens before people actually think about it for a while. Like it's very unregulated. Yeah, and they got to figure it out. Have, have people riding in streets with actual cars without helmets. I think once enough people die, there's just going to be heavy restrictions or they're going to make it too expensive for the common folk. Yeah, good it point. It just seems like the wild, wild west with these things. It is nowadays. the wild, wild west. Okay, let's let Manuel finish up. For good for anybody. So memo to um, you if you own a mini bike. He does hey. this memo to thing, which is like from the Rome show, except he's not on the Rome show. He's on the Baller Lifestyle podcast. Yeah, I we're didn't not, know that was a thing. We're not doing memo two here, but I appreciate it. Memos. Do Think, people do memos? Anymore? I don't know. I don't think there's I, – I never really – I was always in email world. I never yeah, did any memoing. Say, yeah, company-wide email people. Like you wouldn't say memo. There's no memos. There's no memos. memos. There hasn't been memos since the, the since the, the 80s or something. Dittos. Ditto machines. Yeah. Um. Okay, Let's let's do one more. Voicemail here again. This is coming from my phone, so it's a little confusing. Hey guys, just Whoa. wanted to uh, wish you a happy new year. Oh, thank you. Congratulate you on three hundred shows. Thanks so much. Um, I'm up to date, so that's awesome. Also wanted to let you know that uh, when Brian, when you were doing the uh, Yoko Ono impersonation on on the last show. My dog went ape shit. Yeah. Just wondered what the hell was going on. I played it two or three times and she just went nuts. So anyway, she doesn't like Yoko Ono. Fair enough. Uh, one other thought. Can't really share my Christmas wish. Uh, maybe I can let you in a little bit. I'm hoping for some karma. I'm hoping that some big orange fat fuck from your country has a heart attack and dies. I think the planet needs this fucking ass clown gone. And... Um, that's my wish for 2020. <laughs> Take care. Bloody, that's most people's wish. I appreciate that unnamed Canadian guy. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, well, I will say there a little, little uh, behind the curtains. When we were discussing Yoko and John, we, uh, the three of us texted, uh, somebody texted a picture, an underrated thing. And I still am anti Yoko. She, she had big tits. Yeah, she had some big old cans on her. Um, I was the one who sent the text. It was Jason yeah. that sent it. it yeah, we looked on. at John, John Lennon's bird, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, it looked like a little bird in a nest. Yeah. And then, then Yoko with giant cans. Huge cans. Yeah, Brian turned me on to that documentary. I didn't it's even know good. it existed. Yeah. And it, it's good. Um, and the entire, you know, 90 minutes, I kept seeing, like, Little like ver like um I don't know what you would say like uh, images of Yoko having a pretty good set under <laughs> her her shirt. <laughs> obviously, obviously braless. I don't think she ever. No, they wore didn't have them back then. They weren't invented. And I'm like, wow. I, I'm like, wonder. I wonder if there are any nude pictures of Yoko Jesus. Ono online. Well, they did like and, a lot of nude yeah. bed laying. Yeah, and they, they took full frontal shots at one point. Oof. And uh, you can just Google it right now. John Lennon and Yoko Ono naked, and you'll see all of them in their flesh. Yeah, I saw it. It wasn't it wasn't really for me. That wasn't my kind of content, but I did see it, and I did uh, I did appreciate yeah, it. So. It was accompanied with the words, Yoko had a pretty good set. Yeah, I believe that is, <laughs> I believe that is what he said. 
Uh, okay, let's let's jump in. Um, first. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own try on DVD. So, Ed, what popped off? Here we are. It's 2020. What popped off in the 20 teens, as Jason called them? What's what's some stuff that happened that we forget about? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to I, should I go? Yeah, I'll go year by year. OK, so CBS. So CBS News listed their top story for every year. I don't know if this is by hits or just kind of a, a general uh, thought by them. Uh, 2010 Deepwater Horizon. Uh, that oil spill Horrible. dumped 168 million gallons into the Gulf of Mexico. And I feel like BP had an uncomfortable year and then it just kind of all went away. It wasn't a big deal. Well, they did that thing where, first of all, a bunch of dudes, like 11 guys or something, lost their lives because of the, the platform exploded and was way out in the middle of the ocean. But then they did a thing where they sprayed some chemical on the ocean that pushed the oil to the ocean floor. So then it was like, oh, there's not really an oil spill. So it kind of like wasn't in the news because you didn't get the shots of the ducks. You eventually got some, right? You got some, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a Valdez situation, even though it probably spilled. Million yeah, gallons. yeah, they they know how to do it better now. And I think they paid some fines, but these oil companies make big fucking profits. So it wasn't too big of a deal. No harm, no foul. And they're back to work. The question I had Ed, as I read this as a topic to discuss today, the first question that came to mind is what came first, um, this incident or the movie starring Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> it was uh, real life imitating a Mark Wahlberg. That movie. would be weird if they if they did a movie called Deepwater Horizon where <laughs> a where a oil platform in the Gulf near New Orleans exploded. And then, then that actually happened in real life. Like if, uh, like if HBO did Chernobyl in 1981, that would be, yeah, that would be crazy. I, <laughs> I remember seeing the Mark Wahlberg movie on a plane or something and Oof. it was entertaining enough. Like, and then Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg are like, Oh, let's stick with it. And let's do something about the Boston marathon bombing. And it was not well received. Didn't see it. Didn't. Yeah, it's, it's just it was just a basic like disaster. Remember in this seventies and eighties, they used to have a lot of disaster movies. Airport. It's kind of like that. Like shit went bad, and people are swimming around and trying to escape fire. No. And, you know. I'm not into. I'm only into frantic movies if it's a guy that's trying to sell a uh, okay. a, a a an opal to Kevin Garnett. Now, let me ask you something about that. An uncut gems. The opal looked like just a rock. Do you do you cut that up and make jewelry out of it? I assume that's what happens. Right. Okay. All right. That's kind of weird. Uh, okay. What what else happened in 2010? I'll say also 2010 also 
Uh, that was the big, that was the first I ever heard of WikiLeaks. That was Julian Assange data dump and Chelsea Manning, uh, the assistant getting the documents. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was a big deal. And then, uh, sadly this story could just be any year and you wouldn't, it's depressing, but Haiti earthquake. Oh yeah. Yeah. Haiti is just in a bad spot. And also I don't feel like there's a lot of, um, codes there there's not like building codes you know they just make everything like out of mud and stuff and then it just and also a lot of orphanages there for some reason so then it's like there's an earthquake and then everything all the mud falls on the people and then there's like a lot of dead people and stuff um not ideal i think haiti is one of those one of those countries that even puerto rico looks at and said man i feel bad for those guys it and it's so it's attached to the DR. Right. It's yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. And I read somewhere that baseball players coming from Haiti have lied to say they're DR guys. And I think only Haiti, maybe a guy on the twins or something, but barely anybody has, has even admitted they're from there. Cause it's even in baseball, people will look down on the it's, it's just a it's a sad place you got to say you're from san pedro de macaris and then they're like okay we got to give this guy a contract he can probably turn the double play um so some some big stories in in 2011 the biggest was bin laden dead um but that was in 2010 2011 2011 okay sandusky was that year that was huge. Oh, I did a really good. I did a really good impression. The Sandusky thing was kind of worth it because I did a really good impression of him on the radio that got a lot of traction. <laughs> so it was kind of like wasn't that bad. There was nothing worse than his lawyer allowing him to go on it's great. TV. It's great. And even Bob Costas dunked on him. Bob <laughs> Costas can't give tough questions, and and I remember he goes. So do you love little children? And he goes, long pause. do I love little yeah. He asked the question, like, do I love yeah. little children? Yeah. What? Yeah. He said, no, of course. What? There um, still is like a, um, there's a guy that used to, used to be on the radio here in LA. He's a, like a talker guy. And his whole brand now is um, Penn State trutherism. And there is like this segment oh, of people. Yeah, there's this this segment of people that think that it's all this whole Sandusky thing was a conspiracy to bring down the football program at a fucking college in rural Pennsylvania. And a a program that really hadn't been a huge national force in like 10 years. Yeah, since they played in that Orange Bowl. It was like a top. 20 top 15 team right. it, was not, it hasn't been like a top 10 team in a while yeah it's um, crazy you had uh occupy wall street and uh i you know i believe in the cause but i can't really say they've narrowed that rich poor divide no <laughs> doesn't feel like it's gotten they gave closer. they gave it the old college try though good for them they put yeah. pitch tents the yep since, since 2008 not one uh of those white collar uh, criminals were put in jail, right? Not yeah. one certain no, time. No. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, yeah. Not, nobody really suffered. Like no. one fall guy out of the entire uh, people taken down the yeah. world economy. A lot, of, a lot of hundred million dollar bonuses paid. You have something that I think still could be a real factor that we're just 
pretending didn't happen. The Japan earthquake and the Fukushima disaster. It's, they're not talking about that much. It's still we don't leaking. Talk about that much, and there's like nuclear fish still and shit. Like, yeah, there's, this is not good. No, it's really bad. <laughs> it's it's one of those. It's one of those like um, you don't really know. It's kind of like Splenda. Like you have to give it a few years to realize that it's going to give everyone cancer. Right. It's like so that. They, when the entire island of Japan gets cancer, they're going to be yeah. like, wow, we didn't treat that right. It's we like didn't treat that like Splenda. Right. It's like those chips that they when they're like, hey, we don't we can make chips without the fat. We're just going to put this other fat in it that gives you <laughs> cancer. And then everyone's like, man, these are good chips. Hey, are you guys shitting a lot? And everybody's like, yeah, I'm really shitting a lot when I eat these chips. And it turns out that whatever chemical they put in besides just the regular uh, partially hydrogenated soybean oil that they were using is it made everybody shit really bad. And then they had to stop putting that stuff in the chips. Awesome. Uh, what else? I, for, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure I had a bag. And it's going to kill me. Yeah, soon. for sure. You're, yeah, you're um, dying. Uh, 2012, the, the story CBS gave was that Obama was reelected, but I mean, he went against Mitt Romney. I, yeah. was, I guess it was kind of close, but it was, uh, you know, at the same time, Mitt Romney. Right. Uh, but the, the biggest story, I cannot even believe it. Well, an awful story was George Zimmerman was acquitted that year. He's that a real piece of shit. He's still popping up all the time. Why is he still around? And he like taunted uh, Trayvon Martin's parents. He's he's a terrible, terrible. I think dude. I think he's suing someone. Now. He's, suing, he's suing. He's suing. suing the yeah, he is. He mm-hmm. needs to go away forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the worst story. And unfortunately, I guess it didn't make a difference either. Sandy Hook. That was that was a beyond horrible story. Um really like it's it just shows how fucking desensitized we are because 20 something first graders were slaughtered in their classrooms and some of their teachers and it's just like a thing that happened it should be the only thing that happened right it should be it should have fucking changed the entire world that that occurred and everyone's like well what are you gonna do it's, that's my hobby. That's my hobby. That guy used my hobby to kill all those kids. So you can't. It's just sorry. I have that hobby. Imagine if somebody went in with fucking baseball cards and just like threw baseball cards like tomorrow. Yeah, they threw baseball cards like fucking throwing stars and just and just killed a bunch of kids with baseball cards. Do you think people would be like, oh, no, you can't take away my baseball cards. That's my hobby. Nobody touches my Donruss. Yeah. Fuck. I will Get the fuck this. out of here. I think uh, I think Sandy Hook did have legs for one reason. And that was because uh, Alex Jones broadcasted (laughs) that it was all a hoax and families of the tragedy sued him and won. And a lot of media entities just erased him from their platform. Yeah. He's gone. I mean, he's canceled. Thank thank goodness. That piece of shit is, is faded out now because I mean the whole, the whole back to conspiracy theories, the, the whole thing with him is like they hired actors. That would be a weird casting yeah. call. Yeah. Jason, do you ever get one of those calls? All right. We need people to play upset parents, but no script and there's no plot. And we the, just, we just want to. And the whole plan is they're, they're like, we'll pretend that a bunch of little kids got slaughtered and that way we can outlaw guns. And then no one does anything to try to fucking make it even one fucking second harder to get a gun. And then they're like, 
you know, it's like, what's the, what was the end game of the fucking crisis actors again? Uh, yeah, well, that's, yeah. Uh, that's for somebody yeah. else to figure out. Yeah. Um, 2013, uh, the, the, the number one story they have is the Boston Marathon bombing. It was a big story. I remember the manhunt. I remember the bad mustache by the one guy who had survived for like a day. I loved when they got his uncle. They interviewed his uncle and he was he just said to the cameras like, oh, they're pieces of shit. I hope they both get caught and yeah. sent to jail. Yeah. Um, but the but the biggest story and and my vote. Uh, my early vote for for a story of the decade, Manti Teo. <laughs> He's still in the league. It's how can anyone like interview him about anything? I know. Like, hey, so uh, do you remember that time you cried on national TV yeah. over your girlfriend yeah. that you never met, Lene Kakua? Lene Kakua. Yeah, that was it really was like, weird. The we we hadn't really. I mean, this whole kind of like. Uh, digital online dating thing, I think was just becoming accepted. But like the term, the term catfish was like barely out. Yeah. Um, now it's rampant, but like, I think it just took, it stunned us because we had just never seen anything quite like this from a high profile player. He was like a Heisman trophy. He was, yeah, he was dominant. He was a finalist. He was a middle linebacker finalist. And then Oprah interviewed him and I think it was Oprah. And then he was like a little too forceful where she's like, so Manti, do you love um, dirty gay sex with men? And he's like, far from it, far from it. Like if if somebody asked, like one of you guys, one of you guys asked me if I'm gay. Nah. Yeah. Are you gay? No. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's. Yeah, it's it, it's so uncomfortable. Just just be yourself, buddy. Right. But it's but, an amazing story. Like I, the 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 sub, I guess not the subtext, but like the the underlying story of that whole thing was that um, Pete Thamel was the idiot who Pete, ran the Pete story. Thamel? Pete Thamel or Thamel, yeah. whatever his name is, and he he ran the story and he didn't even do any background checks. He never he never verified. This, it's so weird because he's he's a good yeah. college football reporter. Like when there's a rumor about a coaching change, he's always in front of it. But this one, wow, yeah, yeah, big miss. It was big miss. It was great. And then it was like his cousin or something. It was a real convoluted explanation of the whole Lene Kakua life right, and death. Right. R.I.P. Cousin was just fucking with him. Yeah, it was no. weird. It was a little weird. Hard that, to digest. That part never quite. No one ever answered that part. Uh, why did you do it? Like, what was the end game? Like, right. I, I don't quite know that answer. Right, just to like fuck with him. And now, is Manti Teo on the Saints? I believe that was the last time, right. last team I remember him. Right. But, but back, you know, back to where it's the end game. But what I, I never understood. He was calling her his girlfriend, and we had the capability of video chat and Skype and things like that. And he was already calling her his girlfriend and crying about her and 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 playing for her and everything. And he didn't even. How do you have a girlfriend in the digital age and you you never seen her? Right. Not one. Not that's crazy. Like we're doing this show on Skype right now. Right. Like you could easily Skype each other and show each other your genitals over the internet. <laughs> it certainly shows 
it certainly shows how oblivious the guy is and that it sounds like she made up an excuse every time they could have gotten together or, or got on the phone. You would think after the first like five times she isn't feeling yeah. good or yeah. comes up with an excuse, you would start to think maybe this person doesn't it, exist. Yeah, I feel like. But again, this is Manti Teo. You know, he hits, he runs into things with his head a lot. So you got to give him like take Take yeah. away a few points there. Right. He's a stake head. Yeah. Uh, 2014, the big story was the spread of ISIS, which I guess I, you can't. Well, ISIS had a real branding problem, too, because they were Daesh and there were ISIL. Ice, took a ISIL. while before ISIS landed. But it, it was the Islam. I mean, you know, it's the English, the American term for it, but it was the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's it. Yep. That's I don't yeah, know, but yeah. uh, domestically, that's when shit went down in Missouri. Michael Brown shooting and yeah. all of the protesting, and that's where Black Lives Matter Ferguson. came out of it. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then the counter to Black Lives Matter is, hey, hang on a second, all lives matter. Right, right. That's a little like, more confusing. If you, say, if you say save the whales, you mean kill every other fish. Right. That's, that's it. what that means. That's exactly right. Yeah. What's with the thing that's in danger can't have can't have any more uh, can't have any more uh, focus placed on it than the everything that's not in danger. Right. Uh, the big story: twenty fifteen, same sex marriage legalized. Uh, Insane. You know. Insane. And too late. And you know, kids are gonna be like, what? That right. happened when I was three or whatever. You know, like. Geez. Right, because 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 a few years before that we had the defensive defensive marriage. Ooh, marriage is under attack. And oh, you're gonna marry your goat if you marry uh, somebody of the same sex. Right, and there, so there was a proposition here in California to make it illegal, and I'm like, oh, well, this is California. You don't have to worry about that. But all the Mormons poured their cash into it, and we, the fucking leaders, the most free people here in California, we fucking made it illegal to to for a same-sex couples to be married and they had to go to the Supreme Court. And now it's like that was 50 years ago. It's like that was a hundred years ago. No one could imagine a world where two people who love each other can't get fucking married. It's crazy. Very odd. Very odd. Yeah. Um, even more ISIS terror shit. There, there was big, <laughs> something I didn't even hear of. 147 people were killed at morning prayer at a Kenyan university. Yeah, I remember that. From Gunyan. Yep. I don't know. Right? Uh, ISIS in Paris. Um, that was the night. That was the. The Bataclan. The concert. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eagles then, of death uh, metal. A hotel in Tunisia. Yep. All that. Uh, civil war in Yemen broke out. That's still going uh, on. That's still going on. Supported uh, by and this country. And the other one was the Paris Climate Accord. Uh, we, oh. Then, uh, we decided yeah. planets now. Right. Um, 2016, without question, Donald Trump. I guess um, a smaller story to America, but bigger for Europe is Brexit. Yeah, so that was That's definitely still going the story on. of that year. Yeah. Uh, 2017, big year. The Houston, Houston Astros cheat to win the World Series? <laughs> uh you have me too that's the big story right. and i'm gonna give you some names some bigger than smaller matt lauer tony robbins 
Brian Singer, Chris Brown, Brett Kavanaugh, Les Moonves, Riff Raff, R. Kelly, Charlie Rose, Scott Bayo, Steve Wynn, Mario Batali, Danny Masterson, Garrison Keeler, Pixar's John Lasseter, Al Franken, Louis C.K., Roy Moore, Jeffrey Tambor, Brett Ratner, oh Jeremy Piven, God. Kevin Spacey, George H.W. Bush, <laughs> David Copperfield. All right, right. Uh, Steven Seagal, photographer Terry Richardson. I mean, there's there's varying degrees of this. Of I mean, these me too. All over the map. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I don't remember. I don't remember my personal hero Riff Raff being caught up in a me tooing. What well, wasn't? He comes close to the edge. Yeah. What wasn't quite mentioned in the in that list was the the uh, very disturbing list of people that took advantage of that time to allege things and settle out of court or just try to ruin somebody's life on it. He said, she said, yeah. yeah. Like, like somebody, think, you know, who ruined Al Franken, right? Something like that. Yeah. Like, I think there, there was one where, uh, what's his name? Aziz from, uh, sorry. Yeah. 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 I, it was like it, they were in the bedroom and they were hot and heavy making out. And he had, I guess he had the gumption to pull out his penis when he thought things were going the right way. And she says goodbye to the guy without calling him on it and then writes a piece in a, a paper somewhere. Um, yeah, I, I that was that just he, a, that was just a bad date. I think. Yeah. This is my thing on this. I completely understand that there are awful men out there who take advantage of their their place in life. But I do think that like the art of seduction um, gets kind of in the gray area of this, like. For you know, thousands of years, men have been chasing women. That's kind of in our biology. It's true. Um, and I just think that there's like a massive gray area. And and I think that everybody who was accused was treated like Harvey Weinstein initially. Yeah, right? that's true. There, there the degrees, degrees. That's, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah, I and agree with that. I, I understand that, you know, this kind of reckoning did need to happen. So you hear of awful workplace and all these terrible stories. And that's the the heart of me too. I understand where that was, but yeah, Kevin Spacey with an underage boy and Harvey Weinstein doing what he did and Matt Lauer were, and then in the same category would be Garrison Keeler, who is like kind of just a, a little bit creepy. He didn't even do or, anything. Uh, didn't he like kind of be suggestive or something like, or uh, it was, it was a hug. You're, you're star nerd. You're star nerd guy. He also was like just being a kind of a dorky guy trying yeah. to. Yes. Oh, my guy. Um, it's I want Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but 2017 also had something that was big in your area. All the wildfires kicked off. Yeah. You know, our planet. I mean, not that it stopped, but. Right. Yeah. Everything's on fire all the time. Everything's on fire all the time. Mm -hmm. um, the Las Vegas shooting, 58 people. Uh, we had the Charlottesville incident, but both sides were to blame. Um, <laughs> there, no, there was good people on both sides. Good people on both sides. There's uh, good people ch chanting that the Jews will not take us down or something. Those are good people. Jews will not, Jews will not replace us. Right. <laughs> uh, Hurricane Maria hit Puerto Rico, but uh, luckily uh, Trump threw a few paper towels right. at him. No big deal. Um, 
And another story that, like, we've had a bunch of these, and it just keeps getting swept under. Catholic Church settled for $300 million and more pederast settlements, and it just – it keeps coming up. Oh, it's endless. Why can't that be canceled? Why right. can't you, like – Catholicism? Tax-free tax status. Oh, yeah. Hey, you keep fucking people. Yeah. You know, fucking boys, you need to just lose your tax-exempt status. Yeah. What's the – I mean, you're fucking making money. You you own all this real estate. Pay some fucking taxes. Right. I had uh, I had recently uh, read that two popes book. I read it, uh, Brian, and uh, you listen to it. You listen to you this know, book. You know the stat that they throw around that to me is just inconceivable. I guess if you live in the United States or even especially the western part of the United States, you don't you don't come across a ton of them. But out of the like eight billion people on the planet. 1.5 billion are Catholic. Right. Doesn't that number sound ridiculous? Most of them, high? most of those are culturally Catholic, I think, where they're, you know, they, they, they might do the church. Media. Right. Well, South the America, church. the entire continent is Catholic. Right. In South America. Yeah. yeah just, well, apparently the Catholic church just has to go to Africa and South America because no, the Western world, everywhere else is just shrinking yeah. rapidly. We're kind of over it. Uh, in 2018, you know. We continue with the gun violence. Yep. Um, uh, but there also was uh, Larry Nasser. That was a big one. Oh my God! What a piece of shit. Um, Real creepy. Michigan State. Go Spartans. And then, and then last year, we had Boeing grounded for their planes that were not ready to go out. People need to go to prison for that. Yeah. It was. It was just like so many other things where it's just kind of a rush to market because we got to move quicker than the competition. So they had these, uh, what was it? The autopilot was just nudging the plane down. Yeah. Because they, the engines were, cause the, the 737, the wings are too low to the ground to put those high capacity engines on. So they had to kind of put them out front a little bit, which fucking tipped that, which brought the nose of the plane up, but they're like, Oh, we'll just put a software in there that automatically pushes it down. And that didn't work out too well. People died. Lots of people died. And somebody needs to be held accountable for that. That's crazy. Yeah. You had the college admissions scandal where uh, where you had Felicity Huffman and, and what's her name? What's her name? Still hasn't gone to jail. No, right? she's she's going to trial. Her and Massimo are going to trial. Um, you had Hurricane Dorian pretty much canceled out the Bahamas. There's just not much going on there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Hong Kong protests. That's still going on. And uh, President Impeach still going mm-hmm. on. Yep, that's happening. So that's the decade in news. Yep. Let's 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 go sillier topic. Okay. Billboard's top Billboard's top ten songs of the decade. Okay, I'm seeing this list and I swear to God. I don't know any of the well, I know okay, go I on. Read read, these, read the list. I, yeah. Yeah. Number ten, Adele rolling in the deep. That's definitely a top 10 song of the decade in terms of like popularity. And I mean, that was a good song. I mean, I know, I know Adele. And if you played me the song, I would be like, oh yeah, I know this song, but I don't know. know I don't know more than that. That's the Adele song you would know. Okay. Really? That's the one? I thought Hello or um, there was another ballad in there that 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 was more known uh, for. Roll in the Deep has like that bass line. Like it's, I don't know. I took a word for it. Yeah. I've never even heard of this, but Luis Fonzi, uh, not Fonzi with an S, yeah. and Daddy Yankee 
Despacito. Yeah, that was a big one. Well, that was the uh, that member member Bieber co-opted that one. So that Despacito oh, it was, was like a, a remix, um, like a Central American hit. It was an, a Mexican hit. Oh my gosh! I was trying to play Rolling in the Deep. Go on. And uh, and and then at some point Bieber um, got in and did a remix with him, and it became a worldwide sensation yeah. for about six months. It was a big, big hit. Okay, yeah, hold I on. Remember, I got rolling. I, hearing it, I got I, rolling in the I deep right here. Okay. Yeah, I kind of remember this. Yeah, it just wasn't my like house. Yeah. No, it's good. Um. Go, Godier, go, uh, this one. Gautier? I know this song. Somebody it's really annoying. Yeah, it's really annoying. It was overplayed. I loved it to begin with, but it just kind of was one of those songs that they just outdid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's pretty much every popular yeah, song. That's true. Um, I mean, this song played a lot. I still respect the hell out of it, even though it's not, you know, on my phone. But Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. It's a jam. It's a jam. You can't even fuck with Old Town Road. It's a jam. Isn't it uh, by far the uh, largest streaming song of all time? Yeah, and I think I, th- I, I think it also. Isn't Sai like? Oh my guy, Sai. Yeah, he was. He definitely was. I think um, uh, Little Nas X holds the record for like most weeks at number one. And he's a gay black guy. Yeah, who he is. Did it, yeah. Like on his uh, his computer, his yeah. laptop. Yeah. Great I think story. his I think his thing before that was making like viral videos or something or he was like a vine person. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh number six, Rihanna, we found love. I know Rihanna, but like I don't know her. We had a love in a hopeless place. We had a love in a hopeless place. That's that, right? It I, is, I don't but, know the song. Oh. Yeah, that, no, you, you have the song, Brian, but it's just funny that you you chose to to put the wrong words in, even though the words are in the title. Oh, that's not it. We had a love. It's we found. It's we found love. Oh, I thought it was we fell in love. It's not. We found love. We found love. love in it because she kind of does the found in like two syllables, right? Kinda, yeah. Love. Well, because I'm googling right now. I'm I'm YouTubing, and it's definitely if I go to we. And, and I started to do fell, it doesn't come up. But if I do we found, which is the name of the song, it actually does come up. We found love featuring Calvin Harris. Oh, there's an ad on this one too, though. Okay. Continue. Number five, another group I know of, but Maroon five girls like you. I don't, I don't know that. Don't know. Not their best song of the decade. I, I, I have, Oh my to God. Put, you uh, rank, you, you, you rank Should Maroon five be. songs. Wow. Yeah, I'm, they they have a couple really good songs. Okay, what? a lot of dog shit, but they got a couple really good songs. Yes, Ooh. I guess it's in here. Take your word for it. Um, Chain Smokers, Closer. I don't know that song. Uh, Halsey was uh, was the feature on that. Halsey can get uh, it. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's a would stretch. have sex with Halsey. There's a real stretch in the chorus, and it, I I can't think of it right now, but it it just sticks out where they had to come up with the name of the city. That uh, that rhymed with closer, and they chose Boulder. Mm. Boulder. Wow. Rhymes with well, Boulder. maybe maybe wow. the writer of that song was a big Mork and Mendy fan. Wow. They just like Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, number three, Ed Sheeran, "Shape of You." I I don't like that song. I mean, I know it, but I don't know it. 
I don't know it. I know I saw Ed Sheeran with his. The, I'm in love with the shape of you. Oh yeah, yeah I know. Okay, around. I know that. Yeah, I know that. Um, I saw Ed Sheeran with his shirt off, and his tattoos are so comically terrible. He's been tattooed by people that don't know how to do tattoos. And it's it's almost like he wants to have bad tattoos, like my man Riff Raff. But my man Riff Raff, you can tell. Oh, those are jailhouse tats? Right, worse. They're worse. They look like they, they were done in, like, the Eastern Bloc somewhere. Oh, no. Yeah, they're really horrible. Uh, I mean, number two, LMFAO Party Rock Anthem. Number two song of the decade. I know this one. Party rockers in the yeah. Oh, Everybody yeah. gonna have a good time. Yeah, I know that jam. That's jam. I think it it started out in a uh, one of those little cheap uh, Asian car commercials. Like it was a Kia something that really took off. I want to say does that sound familiar? It was in one yeah. of these uh, Chipmunks movies that my kid. Oh no watched. doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Party rockers bad. in the house. It's a jam. Uh, and then. Bruno Mars' Uptown Funk was their song, number one song of the day. I mean, it's a good song. You can't really – I mean, he's a real little guy, but he's a, he's a hit maker. Now, I don't – I don't. I mean, there's no rap on this list at all, which that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of crazy. So, you know, rap – I mean, Kendrick Lamar – I was going to say, what there. song do you put on here, Ed? Right. I need to know what, what songs – what rap I mean, songs. I could, I, I could come up with 10 so – I know Run the Jewels. Yeah, Wheezy. Kanye with with power, right? Uh, we easy six foot seven foot. You yeah. could do uh, a milli. Uh, I don't know, zero to hundred by Drake. Yep, yep. There are a lot of all the above songs. All the, the Watch the Throne album. You have yep. the N word in Paris. But they that didn't. They didn't rank. Popular. They didn't. Uh, they didn't outsell these songs. That's like is, Drake. Is, is is Billboard just? They're just saying that those are the popular by sales yeah they have a, that th- that's like, their metric oh okay yeah i mean All drake right. drake is such a juggernaut and he's he, he's featured in a lot of top songs yeah. too he's a canadian Shocker. named aubrey and he kind of sings have, and raps i have a non-rap song that i just thought of what about all about that bass? That was a big song oh yeah good one that wasn't yeah what's her name megan trainer um but i think yeah, you're right, right that uh kendrick lamar i think won uh, he kept the Pulitzer, Pulitzer didn't Prize for his album, Poetry. right? Mm-hmm. And I think if you want, if you got to choose the best song of that album, Humble. Well, Humble's the most, yeah, that's the most commercial, but I think Love is the greatest song of that album yeah, and jam. one of the greatest songs of the decade. Yeah. Well, yeah. it didn't sell more than Rolling in the Deep, unfortunately. All right. What else, said? All right. So now we're moving on to movies. Okay. Variety. Yeah. This, this is just, uh, this isn't by sales. This is right. top 10 movies by Variety's rankings. Or right. Whatever. Well, it's probably off a list. It's, it's, this is not going to be my list. It's probably like best reviewed, is how they get these. I don't know. But number 10, Lady Bird. Lady Bird 2017. Name, name a more overrated movie. I can't. It's yeah, fucking, I was, was it was just. by this. Yeah. It was, was boring. This was a. This was an annoying girl. Yep. Super um, annoying. Just not, nothing interesting that happened. Actress. That yeah. actress is Sorcerer so, so, Ronan. When she was like 13, there was a good movie called Hannah where she was yeah. constantly on the run. It was a good movie. Um, number nine, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. I believe. I, what the hell? I have no idea which I one. I think that that's is, the one with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. 
Those are entertaining movies. They're pretty good. I, I can't. I, I didn't I can't see imagine it. Being a it, it, decade. Yep. It certainly doesn't fall. It doesn't uh, rhyme consistent with this list. And I mean, the list is you either got to pick a side if you're variety here. You either got to go artsy fartsy, uh, yeah. independent films, or you go like the most popular movies of the decade. Mission Impossible just doesn't fit in this list. I feel like this is a there. They, there's some sort of metric here that we're not privy to. Number eight, The Tree of Life, 2011. No clue. I think that was just the most boring movie, no. like artsy movies that nobody watched. Never, never uh, heard of it. Number seven, Amour, 2012. No, don't no. know it. Sounds don't French. know it. Tommy Armour, the golfer. No clue. No, it was. This is what it was. It was about two 80 plus year old. Uh, people uh, out. married forever out. in France. I'm out. I'm out. The, out. the woman dies. And Don't care. It's about two hours Don't of care. the old man mourning. Oh my this, god, that sounds almost awful. Zero dialogue. No, almost zero dialogue. no shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. Um. Okay. Um, number six, bridesmaids. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. I, I thought I thought it was entertaining, yeah. but yeah. like you know, there were better comedies that decade. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number five, I think this is a great movie. Hell or High Water. Underrated. It's, it's great, a great movie. It's a good movie. It's no top 10 of the decade. I mean, it's, I enjoyed it. Good. It's good. It was, it was uh, a movie that didn't, that didn't, was up for a bunch of awards, yeah. but it just kind of filled out the ballot. They didn't win any awards. Yeah. And when I saw it, I'm like, this should have won one of those awards. It was Writing, pretty good. Or directing. What's his name? Ben Foster was very good in it. He plays a great piece of shit. Yeah, he's very good. Yep. Um, Number four, Before Midnight. Critics love this whole series of movies. Richard Linklater. Yeah. Ethan Hawke. Didn't see it. Lee Delpy. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Pass. Number three, I think this could be one of the top few. Mad Max Fury Road. It's a masterpiece. It's such a good movie. Uh, Jay Stu? Again, it doesn't fit on this list. Why not? It it, it was a great movie. It It just doesn't fit here. Would this be a top 10 movie for you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Probably not for me, but I really appreciated it. It was groundbreaking and it was fun to watch, but it just doesn't belong on this one. Number two, La La Land. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck. I will never see this movie. uh, The one where white people save jazz? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with your La La Land. Number one, The Social Network. No, it's a, so that's a good movie. That's David Fincher, but it's got, it's um, Aaron Sorkin wrote the script and I just cannot fucking deal with the way that guy writes the dialogue. I don't like dialogue. His, his chatty dialogue. Hate it, hate, um, hate, hate it. I wrote down a couple movies that stood out of the decade. 2010, I, I believe every list should have a Jackass. Jackass 3D. Oh, yeah, I think Jackass is uh, anytime Jackass is on, I'm I'm in. Uh, <laughs> where's the worst town? The yeah. town was a good mm, movie in 2010. We got to get no? to the Charlestown Bridge. We got to get to the like Charlestown Bridge. What? I gives a fuck about the Charlestown Bridge. It's okay. I think the most underrated, one of the most underrated movies of the decade, True Grit, the Coen Brothers version. Very good. It was great. That was a great one. 2011. They made a bunch of movies that should be on this list. Yeah. Uh, 2012, Django, Dark Knight Rises. Yep, good. Those are good. 2013, Zero Dark Thirty. That was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Jessica Chastain. 2014, Wolf of Wall Street. Great movie. Fantastic movie. movie. And uh, 
great Seth Rogen movie, Neighbors. That was a fun one. Oh yeah, I, did, I never uh, saw that I don't one. Think was I did that either. with the uh, with the pretty boy? What's his face? It, yeah, what's his oh, name? Oh, uh, uh, Zach. High school musical. Yeah, right? yeah. He's very he fit. A fraternity moves next door to him and Rose Byrne, and they just yeah. they just try to want. It's a fun, but it's way better than bridesmaids as a comedy on that list yep. okay. uh, also the, by the way the, the wolf of wall street um seems to be gaining like a, kind of like a in a cultish way so good popularity yeah. as the years go by like i think it was appreciated at the time it got some oscar nominations and stuff but um it just seems to be have have given uh people are appreciating it more and more and that's the mark of a good movie they should it's an incredible movie um 2016 also besides hell or high water the revenant that was a good movie good movie um 2017 get out oh that's that's a genre defining movie i mean get out there's yeah, nothing else like it doesn't make a top 10 but la la land does that's insane that's crazy <laughs> my favorite movie of the decade dunkirk i thought that movie was awesome i didn't see it Christopher so, Nolan. yeah it's i think it's like um it's an amazing movie to experience. Like you go into like one of those expensive state of the art movie theaters with the best sound and you experience it. You, you do, you do much more of that than you do watching it. It's an amazing filmed movie. And I think that 1917 that's out now Similar. is going to be a lot like that. Mm-hmm. And not just because they're two wars, but in the way that they're shot, it's like one of those things where, um, you know, technology has, has ruined cinema in a lot of ways and that it's given us the Avengers and it's given us star Wars and all that over CGI shit. But, but, but it has done when directors use it in the right way, like in Dunkirk sparingly, like, like like they use the technology where you don't even notice that they're using special effects. Yeah. That's the brilliance in it. So I, I think that, uh, Dunkirk was amazing. It's, it's a long ass movie, but I, I, I encourage you to watch it, bro. Yeah, I'll watch yeah, it. It's it's fun. It's it's like intense. It's not not exactly the same intense as Uncut Gems, but that same feeling where you're kind of just put through a meat grinder over the movie. Like it, the tension just builds yep. the yep. whole time. Yeah. Um, top box office of the decade. Obviously, most of these movies are going to be sequels and superheroes. Yep. But uh, this is the just by box office receipts number ten, Rogue One, a the, Star Wars story. It's the only the good, yeah, movie. the only good recent of the new, like the Disney Star Wars. Two. I think top two of all I time. Think Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I would agree. One. Yeah, Rogue One's fantastic. I thought it was really um, good. Number nine, The Lion King, the the remake from last year. Put a price. Now, put what, a price on what, how much money you would need to go to the theater and watch The Lion King. I have a dollar figure in my head. Ed Daly. I went to the theater and saw. Oh my, my god, kids. you're a monster! Uh, Jason I'm Stewart. Go by myself. I took my kids. Jason Stewart, the Lion King. Is three dollars? Is that is that qualified? I would. It would, I would. I would need five hundred dollars. You would have to give me here's five one hundred dollar bills to go that movie. They insist it's a live action remake. It's don't eat live. Action. It's a cartoon. It's, it's a animal. fucking cartoon. It's animated. It's a cartoon, just like the other one was a cartoon. They're just better at making cartoons now. It's just a, a more advanced cartoon. cartoon. Uh, uh, number eight, Incredibles. Oh no, yeah, Incredibles two. That sure. was pretty good. They took I mean, a long time all. between Incredibles. They're not going to be able yeah. to do a three because this Craig T. Nelson's got to be eighty-five yeah. years old. He's he's like eighty. Yeah. Uh, 
Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Nope. Awful. Awful. Yeah, I, horrible. I liked that one. I yeah. liked it. Uh, I don't even know which number, one it was. Number six, The Avengers. Nope. Number number five, Jurassic World. That's the one with the uh, Chris. The, Chris the, Pratt. Whatever. Yeah, Pratt. Number four, Avengers: Infinity War. Mm-mm. Number three, Black Panther. Marvel. Let me let me say something about Black Panther. Um, I was one of Be the careful. suckers. Like yeah. uh, with the Marvel franchise, I never read comics. I didn't wasn't familiar with the characters. Hashtag hetero. And I at some point got beat down by the Avengers. That I was. It was one of those like I was missing out on something. It's and the I same better, movie every but, time. But, but let me tell you, I, I, if you, if you uh, Google uh, Marvel movies in order, it'll give like chronologically, oh, not no. necessarily in the years that they were made, but you when never do that. Watch, yeah, I did it. I did it. Yeah. And uh, so I appreciate the story and I was looking forward to the Black Panther origin story. And I thought it was a really well-made movie. Kendrick Lamar does a lot of the music and, and the songs and it was really good. What I don't agree with is that it was some kind of groundbreaking Agreed. movie, yeah. like, like, like it, it mirrored what society needs. It's and a it's, comic book movie. This is what I hate when, when, when people call movies important, I think that's really kind of like pretentious. Like, no, I'm not going to give it that much credit. I, yeah, I, I like you. I mean, I take my kids to lots of movies. And so Black Panther you know, of this genre, it was well enough done. Yeah. And I think the important is the wrong word, but it's like it's good for all areas of the population to have to be represented and just like wonder woman is good for women's empowerment it's not it's not helping women in the workplace but i just think you know great more programming for more people but yeah it was it was given a little too much credit for for changing the world it was just you know yeah. a well done movie i thought it was a great movie yeah yeah it's let uh, me guess i haven't seen it let me guess someone has or wants to acquire something some item that will give them the power to control slash destroy a group of people and or the universe yeah I think yeah that's, that's, about that's about how they go okay i mean here here's how important that movie is i don't remember yeah but that's kind of what happens yeah. with all of them uh the avengers endgame now i didn't see the other nope. i think i saw part of one of the avengers but i had to take my kid to this one and I fell asleep for like an hour and woke up and there were two hours left. Oh, man, that's too much. Like I fell asleep during the previews. No. And uh, it was just too long. He's, Spoiler alert. He's snarky, Spoiler Iron alert. Man. He's snarky. Yeah, he's it's too much Robert Downey. Yeah, we, need, a lot. we need less of him. It's a lot. That the, uh, little move is painful. Do you know that uh, I think Robert Downey Jr. made like $85 million for the last Avengers? Like not only – he got a sweet deal where not only did he get a salary, but he got some back back end, end. yeah, on, and he got a piece of every Marvel movie that didn't even have Iron Man in it. Is that anyway, true? Yeah, and um, but spoiler alert here: Infinity War, which is number four, it had a great ending, right? Like half the population of the Earth disappears, including oh, some of the Avengers, right? Because and it's it like cool. an environmental theme. Great, the guy great kills half the planet. Josh Brolin. Great cliffhanger. With a testicle chin. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what I hated about Endgame, and I knew going in they had to do it, but they just brought everyone back. And oh, they I, didn't I, die. 
Fuck that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's Don't, lame. That's just that's shitty. That's lame. I agree. Okay, what um, else, Ed? Number wait, I, did I say number two, Endgame, and then number one, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, the Hollywood Reporter's worst movies of the decade. I haven't actually heard of some of these. Um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter in 2012. That was a book. That movie. I remember that. Yeah, I, I didn't see it, but it sounds interesting. I might watch that. Uh, all Adam Sandler movies before Uncut Gems. Yeah. Uh, the one good. thing I'll say about him is he he's clearly like his audience is 12 year old boys. Yeah. So he kills it. I. So, you know, and he's a likable enough guy. So I, I don't you know, I feel like not trashing. Yeah, him well, there's for, no reason to pile on Adam Sandler. He does his thing. He's fine. And he's a great actor. Yeah. Cow, Cowboys and Aliens 2011. That was bad. Missed it. The emoji Daniel, Daniel movie, Craig, right? yeah, it was it was a good cast. I remember Daniel yeah. Craig and like maybe Harrison Ford Harrison, yeah. and, and yep. Um, I think it lost a lot of money. Emoji movie twenty seventeen right. seems like the the animated movie that didn't need to be made. Um, Fifty Shades trilogy. Uh, um, could they have picked two people with less charisma to star right. in like a movie about like fucking? It's got yeah. that, that Jamie something that is just so fucking wooden and laconic. He makes Jason Stewart look like uh, George <laughs> Clooney. And the, and Don Johnson's daughter who's just like can't, you know, emote with her face. Uh, interesting. I haven't seen any of these movies, by the way. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, the Human Centipede trilogy. That's I know amazing. of them. Yeah. That yeah. Is amazing. I didn't know they made three of those. Those were I only thought movies. there was one. I, I just knew about the one. I didn't realize that he kept making them. Uh, the Last Airbender. I've heard of it, but I know nothing about it. Well, it's a. Uh, it's what's his name? It's the M Night Shyamalan or whatever the hell his name is. Um, who I don't. I personally don't think he's made a good movie since The Sixth Sense. But the, that movie bought him like what twenty. Years a, hold movies. on. What about the Unbreakable? Unbreakable is a good movie. I'm not not into it. Unbreakable, very good movie. I can't go um, there. But yeah. uh, but he did this this one, and I think that. He wanted to like start his own franchise. Like he created yeah. it. And I think he no, was thinking it's a cartoon. It's based off a cartoon. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think he was thinking like nine airbender movies yeah. and like a hundred billion dollars. And it just never went. Anywhere. didn't work out. Don't you feel like these, uh, avatar, they keep talking about sequels. I feel like it's a threat that Jim Cameron keeps holding. No, I saw he, I saw he dropped no. a thing like, recently like today or something about like here's what the new avatar is going to look like or something i don't i missed the first avatar on purpose i won't be seeing any avatars it was one of my least favorite movies of all time yeah um movie 43 i've never heard of that one me either Um, Mm -hmm. and this means war i feel like that's a reese witherspoon movie don't know it (laughs) don't know it by the way um it probably didn't make this list because it's so recent but I think Cats is like moving up that uh, list of so, worst movies of all time. I've been wondering right? about this is because Cat, Cats obviously looks awful. It's got Taylor Swift in it. Like there was no there's no chance I was ever going to see this movie. But now I'm wondering if it's so bad that I actually need to see this because I made this mistake with the um, Entourage movie where I'm like, oh, this Entourage movie is going to be so horrible. I need to see it. So then I went and saw it and it was I mean, it was bad. But it wasn't like so horrible that it was entertaining. It was just bad. 
So you're gonna have people breaking into song. Yeah, There's nothing good yeah, about this no, movie. No, I think and you're right, and I think it's already out of theaters. Down with it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and and I remember right around Christmas when it was coming out, they were like a few days after release, they were sending new copies because they had fucked up the the whiskers. Oh, on that's the what I heard. Dead. Yeah, this is a mess. Yeah, it's just a, a mess. Sounds awful. Uh, Fox Sports top ten sports moments of the decade. Number 10, Mayweather McGregor. I mean, that oh, was a lot on. of bluster. That come wasn't on. a good moment. That That's the only thing I've ever watched where you watch it uh, where people are – what do you call that? Oh, they film – yeah, yeah. yeah, where they, yeah. They, they're, they're like holding their phone to the TV. Yeah. And, and Periscope. Yeah. yeah, I periscoped it. Yeah, it, did, it didn't deserve people paying money for no, it. No, it was stupid. Um. Number nine, Simone Biles, 2016 dominance. Mm, nobody, uh, nobody pays no less point. attention to the Olympics than me. I like the Olympics, I know. but not gymnastics. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Well, uh, this, this is what that is, right? It's, it's the one sport or sports event that the other half of the country watch. Women, more you mean? Men do. Yeah. yeah, more yeah. than men do. Yeah. Right? So they program for women. Yeah. So they don't show any of the boxing or wrestling right. or anything okay. cool. They show but, gymnastics. But okay. Simone, and Simone swimming. Biles, number six, number six doesn't belong on this list either. But oh, how dare you, you? Passionately argue about this one. So, anyway, number yeah. eight, yeah. Germany defeat Brazil seven one. I don't even think that was a championship. What sport? What water polo? Oh, right. But like, I don't. Oh no, that was because I mean, Germany no. won the World Cup one time, didn't they? Recently, they yeah, but I think it was on their I, it was on their way to the championship. Oh, who but, cares? I mean, I if you're doing soccer, it mm-hmm. would have to be the most recent women's soccer yeah. team. Yeah. That was like that was yeah big deal. I mean, women's uh, soccer. Let's calm down. Number seven should probably be number one in terms of single moments. Villanova buzzer beater to beat UNC in the NCAA tournament. I don't remember. I mean, they can't, you can't beat that. I don't remember. Uh, I don't number remember. six, Tiger Woods Masters. Uh, four back surgeries. Four back what? surgeries. Uh, I got caught by yeah. my wife. Now I can't yeah. putt. He came uh, back. He was the best in the world, and then he was gone for a decade, Ooh. and he came back oh. and won again. Pretty yeah, impressive. Uh, number five, Leicester City win Premier League title. This was a good? big gambling moment. Oh. I remember like the, the somebody made a ton of money on like a $20 bet. Um, I think that this is one, by the way, this, this, this number five, I, I didn't know it happened. Um, the problem with that is that I work in sports. My job is to yeah. know what happens. I, I didn't know that this happened, but I guarantee it's one of those things where like, if you get a soccer nut in the room, he mm-hmm. would, he would go balls to the wall. Why this should be on here. And yeah. he would give you all the details and the history that's of the why, club. That's why I don't hang out with and this guy. So boring. Yeah, I'm out. Well, what I would say about that moment, that would be like, if the Baltimore Orioles won the world series next year, like the odds are just so far against it. So oh. that oh, cause like they were yeah. gambling there. Cause there are like big clubs like Manchester United and they were just like some random club. So it's kind of like, won. it's kind of like um major league. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's yeah. Just, like a real it's life major like league. Heavy, heavy, uh, it's like a Buster Douglas type thing. Like yeah. just heavy odds against it. Kind gotcha. Of thing. Gotcha. Uh, this, this was also a top two or three moment. The kick six Auburn over Bama. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That but it wasn't like a national title. It was just the SEC championship game, right? It bounced. No, no it, it wasn't it, even that. Auburn oh. did. 
Auburn Auburn got to the playoff because of right. well they got to the they I think they lost to Jameis Winston and FSU in the national championship, but they bounced Bama on that play. Yeah, that was the, that was an amazing play. I just watched it that was just on the other day and it was uh it was impressive. Cubs win the World Series in twenty sixteen. Pretty big deal. Uh Malcolm Butler's interception wins the Super Bowl. Why were they throwing? Yeah. Why were they throwing? They have Marshawn Lynch. Pete Carroll fucks up Super Bowl. Yeah. That's what that is. They have Marshawn Lynch. They're on the fucking two yard line. They're throwing a pass. They're throwing a pass they had, two feet. They had time to run like three times, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's throw a pass in the middle of the field. Yeah. What the fuck was that? And then LeBron's block helps Cavs overcome 3-1 deficit in finals against Warriors. I would say that the biggest thing that helped the Cavs overcome that 3-1 deficit against the Warriors is that um, – is that, Draymond Green. Yeah, Draymond Green decided to start punching everybody in the dick. <laughs> Fucking yeah. got, he, got suspended. Right, he did. <laughs> Right, like if, right. Uh, if he doesn't fucking grab everybody's dick, he doesn't get suspended and they win the series. Um, all right, variety top TV shows of the decade. Number ten, RuPaul's Drag Race. That's one yep. of the ten best shows. So are they not? Uh, they, I guess they don't include streaming. I don't know. Dude, Variety, Variety has uh, the worst choices on the on these categories. Whenever Variety comes up, it makes zero sense. Uh, number nine, Nathan, for you, a great, great show. So it's funny. So, so funny so and weird. Fun. So he, the way he it's commits so to it. Yeah, he really goes for it. That's such a skill. It's, um, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, he's doing, he's, I think he got Netflix money. He's not doing that show anymore. Yeah, he's but doing he's a new do thing. Something. Yep. Uh, number eight, Better Call Saul. It's a great show. Uh, that would be on my top. Good show. Absolutely. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Number. Number seven, The Good Wife. Haven't seen it. Never would ever. watch it. It's got Julia, Juliana Margulies in it, who I absolutely 100% would have sex would, with this would. minute. Yep. Uh, no, and and she hates somebody on the set. Yeah, they could only do they could only do um, scenes where they were on the phone with each other. Yeah, like Princess Leia type scenes. Yes, they because they hated each other's guts. They couldn't be in a scene together. Baranski? Is that the name of them? No, it wasn't Baranski. It was like some um, Indian chick that I don't know. Oh. Uh, number six, Atlanta. I just, I tried and uh, I don't know. I wasn't in the right frame to watch. I, keep, I don't know. I, just I need to care. see it. Everyone everyone says it's good. I've never seen Atlanta. I, th- I think it's brilliant. I, I, think I it's only brilliant. got through like three episodes and I just figured I'd re-get back. Yeah, I'd get back to it, but... There's so many shows that it's now like 20 deep in shows I'm going to go back to. But it was my first experience with Donald Glover. Like I, I didn't watch that whatever community or whatever he was on. I don't, I didn't know anything about his background and I watched the series and it just blew me away. Like it, I'm going to watch it. Shit. In there. Uh, I'll go back to it. I'm I, watch I it. didn't hate it. I just, I just wasn't, you know how like you just start watching a show and you're just not in the mood for it. Dude, yep. You you being a rap guy like that the Paperboy character in this is just fucking hilarious. Paperboy. That's mm. the that's the the yeah. main character rapper in Amazing. this. Amazing. It's really good, dude. Yep. Uh number 5 Fleabag. Great. I really like that. So good. Yeah, uh, so fucking funny. So great. Number 4 The Americans. I've heard good things I never watched. I it. watch it but it's so many seasons. So I've seen probably like two seasons of it and it's very good. Uh what's her name? Carrie Underwood. Uh, Felicity. 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 Very pretty. Russell. 
Um, and I think she's actually like in a relationship with the dude she's married to on the show. It's a great show. It's just so many seasons. It's really Carrie good. Russell. So Carrie uh, Russell. The, um, I've seen every episode and I put it in like my top five of the decade. It's and great. The, it's and it's um, like if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen this, it's like I think it's a great uh, series to watch right now. Just kind of given the context of what Russia means to us in the modern age like it's a great uh look see at like the cold war and why these why the russians were the way they were it's a great spy yeah. series it's got a lot of suspense um, it's smart it's got it's the really guy good. the guy that music too. the guy that plays jim carrey's best friend in the truman show he's the fbi agent oh. and he's so oh, good yeah. toby something yeah, yeah. emrick i don't know if you heard it but the soundtrack is 80s music, but it's not cliched 80s yeah, music. You're yeah. not hearing like Dexy and the Midnight Runner Thank and God. shit. You're, yeah. you're hearing like just like kind of not like a lot of I, I think I'm turning Japanese. That kind, kind of, of stuff. like second or third third tracks on like cool albums by like Talking Heads and shit. Like it's like really whoever did the soundtrack was like right in my wavelength of music. But I would recommend if you guys haven't watched it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um. Number three, I think I heard good things. Enlightened, I've never seen it. No clue. Never saw it. Never heard of it. Um, number two, Bojack Horseman. I've seen some of it. It's a cartoon. It's funny. It's a cartoon. I, I wouldn't say it's my second parent. of the decade. Oh my fucking God. I just saw number one on this list yeah, no. and I want to kick a fucking hole in my computer. So number one, I, I grinded through one season and then I just waved the white flag. The leftovers. I went. I I went further than you because in season one you're like, oh, not one single thing fucking happened in this whole season of this show. I watched an entire season and nothing fucking happened. So you know what I did, Ed? I watched half of the next season. And spoiler Thinking alert: maybe, maybe something would happen. Nothing fucking happened. Nothing happened. I. I, I nothing I happened. Out, I have sent out tweets just ripping this uh, this show apart, like. There and but there is a subcategory of people that love they it. love it. I, I I didn't see anything about it that was interesting. And it had Justin and Thoreau in it, who I hate. It has an HBO show as the number one of the decade, and like Game of Thrones wasn't even mentioned oh, in this. No, what about season? About, what about season eight of Game of Thrones? Jay Stewart, okay, are you still mad online about that? You dismiss <laughs> you dismiss the last season, and it was an epic. Is a good like, show. How is it not on any top ten list of the decade? Is a good show. How about Mad Men? Great show. But that was well, last was decade, that, wasn't it? No, I think oh. that counts as oh. last decade. Yeah. That was really? a good show though. I love Mad Men. Yeah. All those AMC shows, Walking Dead, Mad Men, they were Walking last Dead. Walking it's Dead. Not, I'm not putting no, that on any list. Last decade because Better Call Saul was this decade. Yeah. Yeah, and and Mad Men and Breaking Bad came out around the same time. That was the last decade. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um all right, now this is this is my favorite remembrances. I think we should pick the winner of each of, of the celebrity death per year. Okay, I'm going to give you six names yeah. in uh, 2010. Okay, Corey Haim, Leslie Nielsen, Dennis Hopper, Tom Bosley, Lena Horne, and Gary Coleman. So. Normally, I would lean towards the young person dying, but I mean, who gives a fuck about Corey Haim? Uh, I would have to go Leslie he Nielsen. Was, he was 
he was knocking on death's door for right. a long time. Les, Leslie long Nielsen's boy, my guy. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen. I mean, Hopper also, that's, you know, legend. He, he lived a long time. He, he was in Waterworld though. He kind of tainted his legacy. He did some real pieces of shit at the end. Although that scene in true romance between him and Christopher Walken, oh, you're a cantaloupe. I mean, you know, tell me if that's a fact. Am I lying? Like that hey, is a fucking plan, scene. Hey, yeah. yeah. No, no, Gary Coleman. When we were watching different strokes in the early eighties, yeah, I thought we kept hearing about this short life. This like he, his kidneys would yeah. go out. Yeah, his parents stole what? all his Did money. Wife he just lived murdered. a long time. Yeah, he, he got she, like threw him off the counter. He got pushed down the stairs or something. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it was a nice long life. I always loved Mr. C from happy days, but I, I agree. Leslie Nielsen was my, he's a man. Pick of that. He's amazing. Uh, 2011, three names, Liz Taylor, Amy Winehouse, Nate dog. Um, so Amy Winehouse, I feel badly about her because I didn't really, um, know about her in her life. And then I watched that doc. She's great. Yeah. I watched that documentary and I was like, oh, my God, I completely missed out on this fucking amazing talent while she was alive. Her her dad. Yeah, her dad was a piece of shit. The boyfriend, Blake Fielder Civil, like it's uh, it's a really sad story. She didn't want to be famous. She just fucking wanted to sing jazz music and she was amazing at it. So gifted. Amy Winehouse. And Liz Taylor was not going to death store long enough. She was 100 years old. Her obituary was written by somebody who died six years earlier. Like the, the New York Times published like a very well-written obituary. And somebody's like, he died in, in 2005 or whatever. So, yeah, she, she'd been on her way out for a while. Uh, 2012, I got a bunch of them, uh, but one stands out the yeah. most. Adam Yauch, yeah. Whitney Houston, Sherman Hemsley. Phyllis Diller, Edit James, Michael Clark Duncan, Donna Summer, Andy Griffith, Dick Clark. I mean, Adam Yauch, he was like 46 or something. Uh, a legend. And he, yeah, the last few years of his life were, a couple of years were battling throat cancer. Yeah, so like horrible. he just had so much more to do. Yeah, he was amazing. Big influence on me. Uh, terrible loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Uh, 2013, I got five names. James Gandolfini, Peter O'Toole, Mindy McCready, Annette Funicello, and Paul Walker. <sighs> Jay Stu. I mean, Paul, Paul Walker was it was such an ironic. Right. That, yeah, that word he is died. Used, yeah. used correctly a lot, yeah. too. He's going, going a little too furious. Paul Walker yeah. is, is literally dead. Uh, dying in a sports car. It just sounds it's it was almost it was almost too appropriate. Yeah. Um yeah. James Gandolfini, though, like he was so fucking good and incredible. And every time amazing character actor, amazing. And every time I th- realize that James Gandolfini is dead, I'm, I'm surprised and sad all over again. Yeah. Boy, just a legend. Uh, 2014, I got about six. James Garner, Robin Williams, Lauren Bacall, Joan Rivers, Shirley Temple, Casey Kasem. And Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm. Wait a minute. Shirley Temple lived into this yeah. decade. Yeah. I think what she was two thousand I think she was two thousand years old. Yeah. I think she was oh, I think she was twenty fourteen years old. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I mean, her her uh, her star faded probably in the twenties or thirties. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, she retired. She retired when she was like in her teens. Like she didn't, she was the, um, she was the ambassador to Spain or something. I mean, how many people know of her just as a drink than than that she was actually. Good point. (laughs) Lauren Bacall, it's funny that she's on this list. Not funny that she died, but she lived a good life. I just watched uh, the original Murder on the Orient Express for the first time. Very good movie. It holds up. Uh, I didn't see the recent yeah. incarnation, but Warren more like more murder on the Borean. I might have to. I might have to clean this up and post because this just took a turn. It's obviously 2014. It's obviously Philip Seymour Hoffman. The guy yeah. was a fucking super talent, amazing in everything. A terrible tragedy. He overdosed on heroin. Terrible, yeah. terrible loss for the arts. Philip Seymour. What's your Hoffman. favorite? I think Robin character? Williams was very. It was sad. But Robin Williams was not producing great work. No, 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 no. Yeah, I agree. You're criticizing his work. He was, he was, he was deathly depressed, Ed. Yeah. You're judging, but he was bad. But, 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 but Hoffman was going through demons too. So if I'm saying one was younger and putting out great work. Um, What's your favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman character? I love them all. I always think of him as that when he's the um, bad guy in the mattress store in Punch Drunk Love. I thought that was a fucking incredible performance. What's the one before the devil knows you're dead? Amazing. That's the one. The brother who's he's he's just. Yeah. But I mean, you got I mean, Boogie Nights. Come on, Scotty. Scotty. Scotty is the best. Yeah. And even in that terrible Ben Stiller movie, he's yeah, he stands out. He's great in yeah, that. Along part. came Pauly. Yeah, he was great. Um, uh, oh, and Doubt, amazing in yeah. Doubt. He's got the oh, long yeah, fingernails. The yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty fifteen, a little bit light here. Natalie Cole, who she's just kind of famous for singing duets with her dead dad. Yeah. Um, Leonard Nimoy, who was probably pretty old. So BB scary King. on In Search of. BB uh, King, very old. Scott Weiland. Oof. Scott R.I.P. Weiland lasted like twenty years longer. Yeah. Than he he was he was definitely one of those people that you expected to die soon. Scott Weiland from Huntington Beach, California, where I am currently at this moment. Um, underrated. The guy could really fucking sing. Um, the that band Stone Temple Pilots. They were kind of a radio band, but their fucking songs rock. Scott Weiland, R.I.P. Also, yeah. so skinny. I mean, it's, I'm surprised he made it as long as he did. Right, just a strong wind could have yeah. carried him off yeah. into the sea. Yep. Yeah. Um, 2016, you had Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds dying like, didn't Debbie uh, Reynolds a week apart. die the next day? So yeah, sad. yes. So sad. Debbie Reynolds died a week after, and it was because she was lovesick. Like, it yeah. was, if you see the documentary. They lived together. They were they were inseparable. It, it was like the most like uh, loving daughter uh, mother relationship you'll ever see. Just like tragic, just tragic. Yeah. And I will point out, I saw I, I had a film class in college and uh, I had to watch Singing in the Rain starring Debbie Reynolds. And my God, that was the worst movie. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah. It was fucking awful. Yeah. She was uh, a dancer. Also 2016. We got David Bowie. Florence Henderson, Gene Wilder, Alan Rickman, Alan Thicke, oh. Anton Yeltsin, George Michael. That oh. was a big one. It's, obviously, it's David Bowie, but George Michael was a fucking pretty big loss. I'm very much missing. Wait a minute. Yep. Gene Wilder, Alan Rickman. Yeah, he's great. Did Prince died that year? Didn't Prince oh, also he did. Die? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. 
missed yeah. him. Yeah, oh, R.I.P. Prince, obviously. So tell me this. This is how stupid I am because I just realized it this weekend. When the Vikings were playing no, their playoff game where they defeated the Saints in overtime, I understand. They, I, no, I wasn't in, but- they had their color rush all purple uniforms on, and it was only at that moment that I realized Prince, also from Minneapolis, also famous for the color purple. That's that's the reason, right? That's that's because of the, Vikings? the Vikings. Yeah, I guess so. I never thought of that. I never thought about it either. And by the way, purple rain um, Pro- on my top ten of all time. Problematic. The soundtrack of my 1984 summer. Yeah. Uh, great movie. Yeah. Problematic movie. There's a, some yeah. there's some abuse going on in that movie, Jason. But I do enjoy that scene in front of Lake whatever. Yeah. yeah. In Tonka. Uh, 2017. Chester Bennington, mm-hmm. Chris Cornell, Chuck Berry, Don Rickles, Aaron Moran. Wow. Uh, <laughs> David Cassidy. David Cassidy died? Yeah, he, uh, you know, he was he had some problems in the 70s, so he, he gave it a, a long run. Yeah. Uh, Roger Moore, Hugh Hefner, Tom Petty, Mary Tyler Moore, Bill Paxton. <sighs> Tough I'm year. Say, the one that made me the saddest was Bill Paxton. Me too. I mean, yeah. Petty was pretty surprising. Yep. But Paxton, I, I like. I heard an interview with him like a week before. Yeah, he was on he Mark Maron's. That's right. And he was just so lovely. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm going in for a, a minor uh, surgery, minor heart thing, no big deal." And then he was fucking dead a week later. Yeah. Big bummer. Petty was a pretty big bummer because he played Sunday night at the Hollywood Bowl. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to go to that. But it's a Sunday night, the traffic. And I'm like, I'll just see him next time. He plays all the time. He's fucking dead like four days later. Uh, 2018, Anthony Bourdain, Burt Reynolds, Mac Miller, Aretha Franklin, Penny Marshall. Mm. Bourdain was my guy. I'm still bummed out about it. Yeah, Bourdain was... Was doing things out there. I mean, Mac Miller, I didn't really know. Yeah, he, but he had a lot. He had a, he was going to do great things, Mac Miller. Right. Um, but Burt Reynolds, Aretha Franklin, and Penny Marshall were probably Burt Reynolds. I mean, um, if you had to live someone's life, though, I mean, the whole part about him, about him losing money at the end of his life, that, that was all his doing. But like, yeah, nobody lived a better life between the age of like 15 and 60. Yeah, than Bur- he, he took all the pills we reviewed on this show. Did you participate in the Smoking the Bandit review with us, Jason? Yes, yes. Yeah, that was a, just an amazing guy. Yeah, was the when best. They, they, they could not, uh, they couldn't um, take Coors across state lines right. because you can't chill it or right. not chill it or something right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, 2019. So I got a. A bigger list. We we usually spend a lot of time. I'm gonna rattle through these, and okay. you just okay. all right. Robert Forster, Don oh. Imus, Daryl Dragon, the captain from Captain and Tennille. Oh. He could have could have been the dragon in Tennille, and he called himself Captain. Right. It doesn't make sense. Well, he had the hat. I know, but you could lose the hat. Your name is Dragon. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Danny Aiello, Carol Spinney, who was Big Bird and Oscar the Grouch. John Witherspoon, probably know him from Friday. Yeah. Eddie Money, Tony Morrison, Rip Torn, Gloria Vanderbilt, Tim Conway, Doris Day, Jim Fowler from Wild Kingdom, Peter Mayhew, Chewbacca, uh, John Singleton, Seymour Cassell, great character actor, Keith Flint, the singer of Prodigy, 
Luke Perry, Carl Lagerfeld, Mean Gene Okerlund, Valerie Harper, Philip McKeon, Renee, whatever, Clayton from Benson, some French name, uh, Michael J. Pollard, great character actor. You might know him as Herman from Scrooge. Producer Bob Evans, Bill Macy, the Optigrab guy from The Jerk, Ginger Baker from Cream, Rob mm. Garrison, a.k.a. Tommy from Cobra Kai, Koki Roberts, Rick Ocasek, Peter Fonda, Rusty Taylor, who is the voice of a bunch of people on The Simpsons, Rutger Hauer, uh, Max Wright, Willie from ALF. Oh, the crack guy. Yeah. Franco Zeffirelli, which I have a soft spot in my heart because his Romeo and Juliet, we watched freshman year in high school. Same. And t- they show a titty. In English class. Yes. I, I'll always find it. I'll watch that. Uh, Zeffirelli. Bushwick Bill from the Ghetto Boys. Dr. John, Nikki Lauda, the car racer, Larry Flash Jenkins, one of the two guys that stole the vehicle in uh, Ferris Bueller. And also he was uh, one of the guys at the beach in Fletch. Yep, I, uh, I know that guy. Nips, Nipsey Hustle, Dick Dale, the uh, great surf guitarist. Right. Jed Allen, a.k.a. Rush Sanders from 90210. King Kong Bundy, Catherine Hellman, the her, uh, horny Mona from Who's the Boss? Peter Tork, uh, Beverly Owen, a.k.a. Marilyn Munster, very hot. Uh, Albert Finney, Jan Michael Vincent, Dick Miller, the racist old tractor driver from Gremlins, uh, Carol Channing, and last but certainly not least, Super Dave Osborne, Bob Einstein. Oof. I mean, I got to go Luke. Why, Luke. why were there so Luke, many? I got to go Luke I Perry. There's so many of those, Ed. Because we always do this year end. We go through lots of them. Oh, we're right. doing decade. I just rattled right. off. Okay. Right. I was wondering if it was like an unusual amount of. No, no, because no, well, I mean, I picked the OptiGrab guy from the jerk. He wouldn't have made those other lists. Luke, so there were two, yeah. two guys from 90210. Uh, yeah. said well, goodbye. Luke Steve Sanders' dad. Yeah, Rush, Rush Sanders. He was a real piece of shit of a dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he did. I, I, I think I would be a piece of shit of a dad, too, if my 32-year-old son was still in high school. That was kind of weird. <laughs> he had he had a receding hairline. Yeah, he drove a Corvette to high school. It was a weird situation. Not sure why he was still in high school. But Luke Perry, I mean, 52 years yeah. old. So just just coming off his performance in uh, yeah. Once Upon What's a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, he was. He was uh, and, and also, when he died... Every every person that worked with him just had glowing things to say about yeah. him, which just made it all. He's sadder. on Riverdale. Apparently, he had a stroke. And apparently, he's a heavy smoker, and cigarette smokers have like a super disproportionately high number of strokes. John Singleton died right after him. Also, a big cigarette smoker. Guys, don't smoke. Yeah, not that anybody does anymore. Those are the last two guys to smoke, and they died. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was walking. I was walking behind somebody smoking on the sidewalk, like a younger person, and it just felt odd. I checked to see if they're speaking English because that's that's kind of Euro behavior. It's now. Um, it must be illegal to smoke in apartment complexes because you'll be driving down the street here in Southern California, and randomly on the street, you'll just see a couple people just standing on the sidewalk, like not, you know, in front of a bar or anything, just out on the street smoking cigarettes. And then I realized, oh, they're, it's because they can't smoke in their apartment complex. They have to trek it out to the street to have their cigarettes. Wow. That's a bummer for them. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, guys, excellent job. Fantastic year in review. If you guys think we missed anything, there's something you want to cover, reach out, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can also leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. Excellent job all the way around for special guest Jason Stewart. Goodbye. For regular co-host Mr. Ed Daly. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode number 301 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Hell yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner, quick to dissect The week in sports and culture and whatever Plus you know there's Kate with a C But she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me Talking loud, covers, conundrums, my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is so flawless TBLS, the lifestyle's baller Listen up, you players and shot callers TBLS, the lifestyle's baller And you know the show is for all us TBLS, the lifestyle's baller credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.